You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to the Pop Culture Critics. This is Damo. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Ja. And we are the Pop Culture Critics. The back PCCs. at it. Let's go. We are your euphoria. We are <laughs> the bee sneeze. We are... That ish. That ish. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so, how was your week? It was bomb. You know, we had some wonderful, like, the weekend was great. It was You know, good. woke up after all that walking and lost two pounds. <laughs> I was like, look at the Lord. But we had a good time, you guys. So, um... Should we just move right into the spotlight? Yeah, let's and, go right into our spotlight so we can tell them and bring them along exactly. on this ride with um so our, for our weekend. Our spotlight this week is going to be NAACP. Um, for, once again, for inviting us out to be part of the press conference and, and yes, some press great, and media, um, so much, it's so much fun and um, being able to meet and um, a lot of different people yes. and especially being able to sit in on so many forums and just like things that are coming down the pipeline. What um, the cities are really working towards it, it was amazing. It's one of the ones that. Um, for me, was uh, one of my favorite forums that we actually got a chance to sit, sit in on. And there were a lot of people kind of commenting back and forth, and we mm-hmm. got to comment on um, was the forum about, um, like, the prison reform and how that introduction back into, like, from prison back into actual, you know, society, li- your society mm-hmm. um, how we can kind of make that transition, one, smoother, but then also these are men and women who are, you know, they're incarcerated. They're doing what they have to do to kind of re-enter society and have a job once they re-enter society. And it's like, I'm doing the training. The trainer's getting paid, mm-hmm. but there's no job at the end of this training for me. And right. because of my record, I'm told I can't get a job anywhere else. Exactly. So how do we kind of balance that? Um, was really very positive. Mm-hmm. How many jobs are really looking to add? Not to just um, the Detroit city, but, um, like but also yeah, cities. various cities for for not for just like postal workers. Um, for uh, there was one that was um, about. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Because I don't want to say trash, man. But uh, oh, um, not sanitation. San- yes, so like sanitation workers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there was the, there was just so many. There were um, like landscaping. There were so many people who were actually willing to. Okay, let's have a discussion. Let's you know figure out where we can. There was actually uh, one man. Um, and it was it was amazing to me how people just automatically stood up. Right. Right. So there was actually he was. Um, He's basically like a warden at mm-hmm. a prison, right. and he actually is working with men and women, mm-hmm. um, well, pr- predominantly men, because right. that's who you know he's over. Uh, but he's actually working with the men who are incarcerated to kind of get their CDL. So they're training right now and doing the the, the teachings and um, the lessons mm-hmm. so that they, when they come out, they can kind of you know get those hours in. Of mm-hmm. course, you have to you know you have your hours, right. and then directly following that, you're automatically out to making money and paying you know taxes. That's going to you know now benefit. Because as of right now, if you don't have a job or can't get a job, um, coming back into society, you're, for lack of a better term, almost a burden on society because you're not paying taxes on this. So for him to not only come with a solution, but also like, hey... Let's get this working right now. It was amazing to me that he instantly kind of jumped in. And then there were other people who kind of followed suit. So just to be in a room and a part of that was amazing. It really was great. And also to speak to the, the same gentleman that we were, um, the job was speaking about is um, he also spoke about, you know, mental health. He kind of yes. touched on that um, a bit. Just, you know, letting him know, like, hey, people come, you know, come out of prison and have experienced traumas. And, yes. you know, don't know really how to react once they come out of that. You know, maybe Which they were. Which very much put me in the mindset of, 
the um, when they see us and the Corey Wise right. and it, it put me very much in the mindset of them. Exactly. And then that could have been, you know, sometimes you never know. If are they in max security right. prison or are they like in just like, general public. you know, general public prison um, where, OK, they did a crime. They do it in time and now they're just getting out and it's been a mm-hmm. while since they've been out or were they like max security, you know, solitary confinement. But even just to it, hear it like this, 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 yeah. the statistics, like, you know. Having that opportunity once you re-enter society, mm-hmm. you know, 85 to 90 percent of men and women who have that opportunity come in, you know, from incarceration will not return because they have this opportunity. Right. That percentile that returns are those who don't have that opportunity. And so it's like I'm left no other choice. I have to go back to do this because at the end of the day, I still got to eat once it, I come out. Exactly. And so I just love the the program, the idea surrounding that. Yes. Um, and then it was like a, it was almost like a footwork. Like, let's get this working right. now. A nice transition into mm-hmm. back, just back into um, life for you. It's not going to be the same, but we can make sure that even life afterwards could still be great for you. Yeah. Um, I definitely loved. Uh, so, of course, we got to sit in um, on the forums. We also got to kind of tour and do um, with some of the, some of the uh, vendors. vendors. The vendors were amazing. It was a little boys, um, like, cookie company. It's called Yummy Boys. Yeah. So, um, if you haven't heard of Yummy Boys, <laughs> check out Yummy Boys. You can, um, you know, order cookies and they'll, you know, ship them out Mm -hmm. um they're like organic um i want to say they were almost like sugar-free and they Mm -hmm. were also organic of course they're made by kids so support the babies um i'm told that they cookies were pretty good they were them cookies were delicious (laughs) okay um i was like they made it to the uh, movie night so they had (laughs) it pretty good oh yeah we're gonna talk about that later on but they were good okay because um yummy boys shout out to yummy boys and uh, yeah just look them up yummy boys they really got some good cookies different varieties um and just a different size of orders and things of that nature for you. Um, and also one of the other vendors that we got to plan to, um, got to meet was from Planned Parenthood. Yes. Um, she was amazing. Um, <clears throat> and when I say amazing, cause she had a lot of great information, um, about abortions, about, you know, pro-life and pro-choice. Right. Um, and maybe we, and I love that there was information on both sides. This mm-hmm. wasn't like it was pro-life heavy or pro-choice heavy. Exactly. It's, she kind of presented um, information on both. And also I was asking her, what about children that's in like foster care and things of that nature to the people that be like, well, you could just give them foster care or give them to adopted family. And sometimes it's not always the case. Some kids go to foster care, you know what I mean? And be in a group home and go from there. So, it was really wonderful. Maybe one day she'll be on the show and then we can have somebody else who is more on the pro-life um, and, yeah, have a good discussion going on. She was yeah. We, we kind of exchanged cards, exchanged information. Definitely stay tuned because we definitely are going to try to link up and um, have her on the show for sure. Absolutely. Because um, we, we had a ball, you guys. Well, it was just fun. Faceless one. I mean, check out like our stories on uh, like our, our Instagram, Instagram mm-hmm. for pop critics. We had uh, like... Our Faceless Wonder um, was out here. <laughs> Our Faceless Wonder is out here. Uh, me and Don were out here. We posted several pictures. We went live a couple times. Um, he has were... a face, you guys. He does have a face. He's on there. He he doesn't like taking pictures, but we got him to take a couple pictures. We got him to take one picture. Okay? About three. three. He stayed for three. At least three. <laughs> they he were did... far away, so it's like, their Zoom game got to be strong <laughs> to gotta... even see the Faceless Wonder. And then you got to digitize to refine. Yes, yeah. like, there's a lot that needs to be done just to see him. So... 
he's known as the faceless one. <laughs> but he's uh but yeah, he um he actually had a good time too. He had to work tonight, so he won't be here today. But yeah. But I mean an amazing just opportunity to really be a part of there were people who were actually were like coming up to us like, Hey, how did you guys even get to be a part of the media? When I tell you the one, it was like a coveted like yeah, like thanks. point. Like people were like, Okay, I see these other people with these passes, but how did you guys their get this access? Said, Visitor attendee. R said press. Okay. Press. Press. <laughs> press, 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 press. We um, need so all the was, press, actually. Yes, not- <laughs> it was amazing to be a part of the media and a part of the press. Um, it it was an amazing opportunity. Um, it's something that we definitely will, you know, in the future, continue doing. So this was the 110th um, national convention for mm-hmm. Detroit for the NAACP. And prayers, um, our prayers up that we are invited back to be a part of the 111th. One one one. I'm sure they'll have a wonderful slogan um, this year. This year's slogan was "When we fight, we win." Right. Um, so you've seen great. us, yeah. So you've seen us tagging that a lot or hashtagging that a lot, is because that was the actual um, slogan for this year or the motto for this year was "When we fight, we win." And we had a great time. Yes, and we definitely won. Like I, I appreciate them for allowing us to really be in this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. It was great. I had a good time just meeting people, just seeing people come together of all walks of life. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, because it wasn't just like a it was black... work. I will tell you that. Like we were <laughs> like you know there was sleepless nights when we were in here. Like okay, what's these questions? How do we want to form this? Mm-hmm. Let's really make sure that you know the 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 ex generation um mm-hmm. you know opinions are are felt and and we're able to really get some answers to some of the questions. So right. there was of course the. Um, political it wasn't necessarily a, a debate it was more so of um, a presentation exactly. um, of the candidates and so mm-hmm. that was kind of an open forum which of course your president um, was not a part of because he did not want to be a part of An the open, form, open forum he wanted it to be like I address you and then that's I'm it. out and NAACP was not having it and that's very telling you know yes. what I mean? That is very telling to a president that doesn't want to have an open forum discussion where people can ask you questions and you can we can get an immediate response. Um, immediate, I'm sorry, response. I said immediate. Oops, my bad. But <laughs> immediate response um, to you know, you know, some very great questions and very important questions like taxes, healthcare, right. um, these abortions that's getting you know um, that's going through certain states like Georgia and um, some various other states. So um, especially if can, if this is going to be, you know, something going on, it can be across the whole nation. You know what right. I mean? So um, I don't know. That's very telling, especially if he's running to be to have his um, re-election. Re-election. Um, <laughs> we got to get him out. <laughs> Just speaking. Not, not, we got to get him out. My personal opinion. My personal choice. We got to. We got to get him out. Um. But that was it for NAACP. We actually Again. had a great time. Thank you so much. Um, and uh, please invite us, back, invite us back next year. Yeah, so more to come. I mean, this is like our, like, you know, first one we really started posting and things like that. But, of course, we'll, as we want you guys to take this 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 journey with us. So right. as we start, you know, getting invited out and, and being a part of media and really posting and, and um, we want you guys to be a part of that with us. So we'll definitely be taking you on the ride with us and this journey with us. I think I tagged, uh, we tagged one of the pictures and the journey begins. Yes. So take this journey with us. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. Uh, we're actually going to hop right into our topics for the week and we're going to start with ASAP Rocky. Oh, 
So the man is still in jail. Okay, so remember, okay, about two weeks ago, we talked about ASAP. Uh-huh. And um, to break down everything, because it was still fresh when it happened. So, um, of course, over the last two weeks um, of the story breaking, um, it found out that ASAP Rocky shouldn't have been in jail because it was two men that were badgering him. Um, and then, of course, um, <clears throat> they were the aggressors. And, and ASAP Rocky was more, and his crew was more so in the defending. Like, they were defending themselves against the aggressors. So what ended up happening, you guys, that they end up sending him to jail for two weeks. It just came back recently, last week, that he has to stand in jail for one more week. And then after that, the the, the two men, actually the one, the, um, the one man that actually um, had charges brought against him, they were all dropped. Mm-hmm. So... It is crazy out here. Um, now, I understand that Ace Rocky has said some very controversial things about Black Lives Matter, about black women. Um, I, I want, would I say this is like karma? No, I just feel like this is more of a teaching moment. Right. Um, because he made comments stating that, oh, I don't live in, in these places where all this stuff is happening. I live in Beverly Hills and then I live in Soho. So that doesn't affect him. And clearly, sir, you're all the way in Sweden. I mean, this is <laughs> and it's this happening to, me is, to you is in very Sweden. pivotal. Yeah, this to me is to, is like very pivotal. Of no matter where you are, or no matter how much money you make, how successful you are, um, as a, a person of color, you are seen as a person of color, no matter how successful you are. Right, exactly. Only time. And this you, is almost like the. This is almost. This has like that that OJ undertone where I'm not black. I'm, I'm OJ. OJ. It's definitely like that. Oh, I don't live in. I don't live in so and so. I live in Soho. Okay, what does that have to do with anything? You got your wake-up call, sir. And um, this is a very teaching moment um, for him. <clears throat> and I, I'm very, like I said before, fair in jail for this long? No, he should have he, he been out. You know what I mean? But this is a very teaching moment. Um, and his wake-up call, for sure. Um, that um, One of the things that I think was really telling, um, the young man, he actually used to date Haley. Haley. He's He's a rapper. Um, he actually used to date Haley. His name is escaping me right now, but he actually came out because he actually had. He's a a right a white uh, rapper. He came G-Eazy. out. Yes, thank okay. you. G Easy mm-hmm. came out. He actually had a, a similar situation also in Sweden, but the Sweden. But the difference is he's a white rapper. He actually came forth to just com- as a compare. Yes, <laughs> he so he had charges. and it was, he was wilding over there and he was drunk. But he actually came forth to just compare. Like, hey, this really is because he's black right. because. My case, this is what happened in my case, in my situation, and the charges were nowhere near um, what ASAP Rocky's charges are, one. And two, I was not in a maximum security prison exactly. for two to three weeks exactly. and counting because he's still there. He's still there. And um, it just came out recently, too, that if he is found not guilty, Sweden will owe him two to more million dollars. Um, and it's just like, okay, like I said before, and it's, back to the easy point. He's right. It's, it is because he's black. You know what I mean? Strictly. Because if all if the dude that actually started it, started the fight, right? Mm-hmm. Got His all charges are dropped. dropped. And, and again, a couple of weeks ago, we kind of, it was still developing. Right. The story actually began where it's saying that these young men, and this started like almost down like a boardwalk. So mm-hmm. this is miles down the street where um, the altercation actually happens. But it starts further down, miles down, where we see the there's like an altercation. The young men are saying, hey... Um, there was an altercation and they broke our like headphones or they broke our speakers. So we're on. But they lines. didn't break. 
they broke it. First of all, they the one of the guys that said that they broke our headphones, he smashed them on top of the head of the security guard. Mm-hmm. You broke your own so shit. This, okay. <laughs> yeah, so this yeah, was yeah. a part of the altercation that happened, and now you're saying, hey, I want you to replace my belonging because You're not getting it, sir. Get the fuck on. Because you broke your shit. I didn't tell you to smash that shit over. You know, nobody told you uh-huh. to do that. They told you, hey, look. Go And so away. that's where it comes. They were actually being, so Asa Rocket and his team are actually being followed by these men because they're like, hey, I want you to reimburse me for, you know, my, my, headphones. my headphones. But we didn't break your fucking headphones. <laughs> you felt that. I did. I felt one of the spirits come and say, we didn't break your fucking headphones. I, I mean, in my head. I just feel like this. Sir, you aggress- You were the aggressor. You broke your own shit by smashing it on my security guard's head. And then on top of that, First, the charges that were brought against you are now dropped, and therefore I'm still in a fucking prison. Get me the fuck out. He sh- like I said before, he should have been out. Is it fair? No, but he should be out. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. Um, Moving right along. We gotta jump. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Not just yet. Because Trump, Kim, and Kanye, they made some— they, First of all, Kim and Kanye made, lobbied Trump's office. Trump made some calls I mean, I allegedly really say to lobbied, but okay, oh, whatever, right? Exactly, lobby air quotes, you guys. I was using air quotes, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I guess Trump. You cut me off. That was my point. I'm, but go I'm ahead. sorry. I'm sorry, but Trump called um, the Prime Minister of Sweden. Yes, to get you know ASAP Rocky out, and the Prime Minister of Sweden said. Fuck that. He's staying in here. And that's just another thing. He just, was just like, I don't mess with you. Exactly. Exactly. And he's staying in here for another week, Um, Trump buddy, uh, old pal. He's staying in here for a whole nother week for whatever, whatever other reason. I don't know why. This is it's like very really prime low. Like, where is the evidence in this case? Like, you literally are holding him. And we can't do nothing. I mean. Uh, in nothing. We don't have no power in Sweden. Right. Th- therefore, we can't do anything about it. And I, I doubt that we're about to start a war. Uh, no, no shame, no offense over a rapper. Um, but I feel like if the roles were reversed and if this was g Easy still there, then there would be more publicity in this. Not that there isn't, you know, a lot now. Right. But there would definitely be more publicity It'd in be this. More on and there would be pressure. more, yes, there would be more pressure to have him released. Exactly. And it's not, right now, it's just looking like a bunch of black people And it would have come way, way sooner than three weeks down the line where I've now been in a maximum um, holding sale. Exactly. For three weeks. Period. Um, moving right along. Um, ASAP, we keep hearing our prayers, bro. Um, ASAP, uh, <laughs> Lion King, um, the box office breaks $531 million over the weekend. You lying. <laughs> <laughs> so. You, you Lion know- <laughs> King, you get it. <laughs> so we told you guys that we would give you our opinion, that we were definitely going to go check it out. And we are a podcast of our words. So, we, of course, we went to go check it out as fans of the original Lion King. Okay, as fans. So we were fans. We are fans of the original Lion King. The cinematography in this movie. Beautiful. Beautiful. Right? The problem that I have with this movie, and this is me, but the problem that I have with this movie is that you focus so much on the cinematography that there are some... Um, little moments. Yes, there are certain um, little moments that we got in the original Lion King. Granted that it was, you know, in an animation, so right. you had Hand a little drawn, bit more. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. However, 
with technology now and with the cinematography that was a part of this movie and that was a heavy feature in this movie because that's what the movie was, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of points that you miss because you focus so much on the cinematography. There are moments like when Simba... Um, or excuse, yeah, when Simba is in the gorge and when Mufasa actually dies, you see, you know, he kind of jumps up on the, mm-hmm. on the rock and everything, right? Um, when Simba falls, the original movie had so much emotion in Simba. Right. This movie literally, the only thing you did was zoom out. You, you didn't, he didn't have no emotion. And, is, and there people, are certain things that. And to people's defense, right? Uh huh. They were saying, where well, these are lions. What do you expect? But this is cinematography. But my thing is, this is still, like you said, C- cinematography and CGI. This yes. shit is still animated, regardless of how you want to twist it or turn it. Very much. How, how much live action it is, or whatever, quote unquote. But my thing is, at the end of the day, lions still have emotions. They still show emotions. Yes, there's they, even like a, a, a movie, uh, the scene in the movie that the three of us were actually talking about where, where Mufasa's kind of, um, not necessarily yelling, but he's getting down on Simba. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the original movie, Simba kind of sh- like kind of shrinking in mm-hmm. his own skin, like, man, my dad is getting at me. Right. Um, and in this movie, it, there was not that emotion there. It was like, you just sat in there. It's just, right, it's just a lion. Like, okay, I hear you. Exactly. You talking. <laughs> that's, and that's really what it was. And that's be real James Earl Jones he still did the damn thing in this movie but he is up in age so it's like the, 88 yeah he is that same ferocity that we heard it originally yeah but I feel like again with everything that we do with music right now that with we that we do with this the tones right now I needed y'all to bump up his bass now but, granted he has a very distinctive voice right right but I needed you to pump up his voice a little bit because this was a this was like Grandpa, who has a, a deep voice, is what I got from from Mufasa in this movie. That's what I'm saying. He's not back like when he was. You know right, what I mean? But that could have easily been something that was addressed. Kind of, sort of, but it's. I mean, I understand that we could do a lot with technology, we with can. voices and everything. But they probably didn't want to do that for the sake of authenticity. You know what I mean? And for me, thinking about it, like, okay, fine, this is James Earl Jones playing Mufasa again. Fine, we'll we'll. He did sound but like, you wanted, but you're right. He yes. did sound like Grandpa Lion. You know what I mean? Like he sounded like Mufasa Ra. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't look. <laughs> I don't what Mufasa Ra. I feel I, like what? I don't know. You guys, I don't know what Mufasa's <laughs> dad name was. Who's gonna give him a name? I just get. Anyways, going back to Go. uh, what I was saying, but yeah, he did sound a little bit more like Grandpa. Mufasa more than Dad Mufasa mm-hmm. with that same. Um, but like I stated to you before, we like we said he's 88. And it's only only so much they could do. And like I said before, they probably didn't want to sacrifice overdoing it for the sake of authenticity. But I mean, the movie in general was a was a good movie. Um, there are certain undertones, and if you're like a fan of like the '90s um, Disney movies, you'll know there was a lot of undertones in you know the '90s. Yes, like every '90s Mm -hmm. uh, movie. Um, one of the things that Disney actually did with this movie is that some of the undertones that were in the original one, they kind of described them more. Which of course made added that length to the movie, right? Like the scene with the um with the But mouse. it was a little bit too much. Like if you remember the original movie, it opens with uh Scar basically playing with a mouse, right? Um no, it, it started the same way. It did, however, they showed they had to show you how the oh, mouse once, got oh, to you Scar. Talk, oh, you talking about once oh, you talking about right when it got to Scar? Yes. yes. So the original movie opened, Scar's playing with a mouse. That's like how the original movie opened. Like right. you know, after like right. the singing and the presentation. Exactly. Um, There's of, Scar. Of, you get, you yeah. get to meet the villain. Right. You you instantly meet the villain. This movie is almost play by play 
from the from the other movie. That's the blueprint. Again, right. yeah, that's the blueprint. And I applaud them for not trying to rewrite this, but really using it as a blueprint, right? right. However, you the, the undertones that you're describing, it was like, okay, did I really care how this mouse got to him? He's going to eat the mouse. Mouse got away. Like, you had right, to tell right, right, me right, right. how he climbed up the Maroc, and then... And like I said before, remember I told you in the card, this movie was a lot longer it that, was, and it, it was because that they were just they were really trying diving to, in and, and trying to unpack some of the undertones that were in the original and movie. So, and so when I was watching this little scene with the mouse climbing up, I said, "Beautiful cinematography once again." It was. I ain't gonna hold you up. It was. However, nice. it, when how, is this mouse gonna get to the top of this it hill? It took like ten minutes for this mouse just to get to Scar, and then when you got to Scar, you know he did his line. Oh, oh, dude, play Scar. Let me just tell you. Um, <laughs> she was at Edge of Four. Thank you. He. Was amazing. I felt. You felt scar. I felt scar. <laughs> like I'm like ooh, and then, you know honestly because I told y'all before. I told y'all this before. I didn't like how scar looked in general. We saw how in scar the previews. Was, in the previews. I didn't like how he looked. You guys, I didn't. He looked mangy. He looked fucked up. I mean, like we're just gonna be honest. You know, yeah. he did look like that because in a in an animated movie he was very quaffed. Dark haired, just smooth. You know what I mean? He had a scar, but it was smooth. He didn't look mangy. And they can make mangy. They, they did the hyenas in the uh <laughs> the hyenas. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Anyways, but oh p- please repeat his name for me. Chita Agia 4. Thank you. He did an amazing job as um as Scar. Um him that amazing job that he did at Scar made me overlook the way Scar did and made me understand why they made Scar look the yeah. way he did. And he I was just did. like, wow, great, superb There acting. was one that I definitely did appreciate them kind of unpacking a little bit more. And again, this made the movies much longer. To me, it, some of the things that they were unpacking, I was like, you could have left that. Right. One of the things I really did appreciate, there are specific scenes where Scar's kind of now coming for Sarabi. Like, listen, Mufasa, gone. Get at your boy. <laughs> right. And I appreciated them for kind of unpacking that because before and because that's very realistic as as far as like what would actually happen like in a Lion Kingdom. Right. right? So I do appreciate them for that. However, all this other unpacking they did could have stayed where it was at. Um, I feel like if you were a fan of the original movie like I am, you would have rated this movie Anywhere from a six to a seven. My personal rating is a six, mm-hmm. especially because Dominique fell asleep in the movie. So that should tell you. <laughs> I don't fall asleep in movies. I don't. So that should tell you um, a little I'm... bit. <laughs> I'm going to rate the movie a six out of ten. It was really good. However, I feel like if you were, if you haven't seen or maybe you weren't just the biggest fan of the original Lion King, mm-hmm. you're going to be a fan, like a big fan of this movie. Yeah, that's very true because it's like. Like I said before, we we're coming from nostalgia. If you're a person who's never seen The Lion King, we're like kids nowadays. Right. If you haven't, if you are somebody who haven't been around, you know, my nephew definitely knows about the original Lion exactly. King because we're big fans of it. So he's definitely seen it and he likes it, mm-hmm. right? So even he was like, "Oh, this is okay." Right. But for a kid that hasn't seen the original Lion King or maybe wasn't a fan of the original Lion they King, made, they, really they was in there lit. Like, oh my goodness, I can't believe he just said that. And we was in there just singing the songs like, y'all don't know this? <laughs> exactly. I have to give a shout out to two of the young actors um, that play young Nala and young Simba. Yes, because they definitely did, they the, did thing. the thing. Um, um, Shahidi Wright Joseph and J.D. McCrary. Yes. Um, and if, for those who don't actor, know who J.D. McCurry is, he actually, he just finished, well, a month ago, almost a year ago, finished, um, they did the Motown. He was in the um, 
the musical for Motown and he played young Michael Jackson in amazing voice. Yeah. And actuality, and this is something I said in the movie, that there are some notes that he's hitting while singing the uh, (laughs) songs. And I'm like, Michael? (laughs) 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 What? It was, I mean, I give it to both of um, Young Nala and Young Simba. They did. They did a phenomenal job. They did amazing. They also sold me the young lady. Her name is um, Florence Kasumba, who plays Shinzi. Amazing too because I, felt I love how they gave Shinzi more of like Shinzi wasn't just a jokester because that's how she was in original right so I do love that they that Shinzi had more of an attitude like Shinzi's actually the leader right and she gave off that leader quality yes and I was just like wow this is really really like, man great. this is this was really her this it's, it was really her I loved it I loved every bit of it um your rating um, Seth Rogen and the movie definitely picks Billy up Eckner once to moment um, Puma. Puma into the movie the movie definitely picks up yes um we got introduced to Beyonce no I'm just <laughs> cause I'm not even gonna hold you up soon as she started speaking I was like Beyonce Beyonce <laughs> he was like now and I was like Beyonce, Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> I felt like and don't get me wrong I am a huge fan of um Alfre Woodard right mm-hmm. I feel like Beyonce should have been uh Sarabi I don't think so. Queen playing queen. I don't think so. I don't. I, I feel like people automatically want to just give her the queen role, but no, make her work for it. Honestly, to be quite honest, I mean, shoot, they got the same speaking uh, amounts. Okay, that's, that's, it ain't like she had more speaking. But what I'm saying is, don't give her the queen just because she is the queen. Make her work for. Make sure she had. Make sure we give somebody who actually deserves the acting role the acting role. But you're saying she acting act. role. You're saying acting role like she had more parts. They had the same amount of parts. Don't matter. You just said give her a queen just to be queen. That's what I'm saying. Don't give her nobody a queen. But role she gave not. that. She Beyonce gives off that queendom. Like that's what Sarabi gave off. I think Alfreda did a great job. I'm not Perfect choice again. I'm not saying <laughs> she didn't because I am a fan of Alfie Woodard. Right. But I think um, Beyonce's casting as Nala. Um, um, they were looking for a name, and there were a lot of there were a lot of yes. points between yeah. her and um, Donald Glover. Donald Glover, mm-hmm. um, that you really felt like, and we talked about this before, that you really felt like she was holding back. She did. It did feel like she was holding back, but uh, that's how Beyonce kind of is in a lot of movies. She feels kind of stiff. You know what I mean? I know, and I, I don't really get that. And it's so weird because she, on stage, bada bing, bada boom, <laughs> but in the movie, just bada. And I just be like, come on, come on, come on. I know I know the Texas girl and you wanna reach out, maybe tap into her, but still remember that you plan a role. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I, just, I don't agree. Um, to be quite honest with y'all, yes, um, amazing singer, performer, entertainer, all that. But when it's coming to acting, just snap the piece together. I think like Josh said, just wanted to know. What's name. your rating? Um uh, five out of I, ten. I told you. <laughs> I told you and moving right along and it's partially because I fell asleep you <laughs> <laughs> didn't see half of it moving right along um, we're gonna jump right in to give you guys the latest and greatest on the R. Kelly scandal let's um, go so R. Kelly's manager steps down um, rightfully so but you shouldn't have been there in the first place I love how the media came for his I want to say his publicist because you know he always is doing these uh, press con- these, right. these press conferences to to defend R. Kelly mm-hmm. and so Gail King actually is the one who does this interview with him and she says okay Gail. what first <laughs> Gail. of all auntie Gail. she auntie don't like being called auntie but comes with, <laughs> listen she's a part of this family okay auntie <laughs> Auntie came and said, so uh, uh, would you leave your daughter with him? He was like, I don't leave my daughter with people who are known pedophiles or just been accused of pedophiles. I was sitting here like, so, 
So. So you fired. Uh, you. Wow. You just threw him <laughs> under the bus. Like. <laughs> It's it's comical when you think about it. It's just like you are defending this man and his publicist. Who? How long was he his publicist for? He's been his publicist for like years. And you knew all these allegations already, and you still work for this man because you're receiving the check. And to be quite honest with you, the only reason why all those tapes resurface is because motherfuckers are bringing them back. <laughs> all right, first of all, they weren't getting paid anymore because R. Kelly, let's be real, does he got the cash for it? That he keep- had before. I mean, a lot of people are refusing to work with him and a lot of, like, the streaming um, services like Spotify, um, Spotify mm-hmm. have, like, they're not playing his music anymore. Right. I mean, you can still access his music probably still, but at the end of the day, it is, people are really just taking him off of their radars completely. No, like, Spotify has removed him. Completely. You know what I mean? And they're not playing around. Like, there are a lot of people who have done features with him in the past, and we know R. Kelly, one, has, not only is he an artist, but he also has done a lot of writing on other artists' projects. And how the Even these other... uh, He'd be writing (laughs) hits for other people. I'm just saying. I'm right. Is he recording them and then having somebody write them down? What do you... (laughs) Why did you ask that? Because he can't read or write. Oh my goodness! That's an honest question. But anyway, keep going. He, can't, I feel like he can. It, it ain't the greatest, but he can. It can't. How, Ja? If he maybe can't he's read, sing, I don't. Maybe he's recording it. That's what I, I said. Maybe he's recording and somebody's writing it down. Fuck it. <laughs> I cannot. He just he got too technical with me. Anyways, um, his publicist is fired. His, his publicist. First of all, he fired himself. Azrael's out here living <laughs> her her best life. Because baby girl is out here on Snapchat. And mind you, Ezra has like some this, enhancements, okay? Yes. However, this is things that you did not see when R. Kelly was not in jail. Like, this is a, a part of Azrael you did not see. So At it's all. So freedom because you can now do this. Right. Which leads us to further believe, like, man, you was really, like... You couldn't do nothing. Like, you was literally on lockdown with him. Right. She was like, I always had Snapchat and, and social media. Are you sure? Because we didn't see nothing out of this. <laughs> not nan. Not nan of this. This was not on the shade room. This was not on Hollywood uh, Unlocked. This was not on Baller Alert. This was nowhere up until recently. Come on, sis. You was really, you had no phone. And if you did have a phone or social media, you couldn't post often. Um, eh, eh, uh, moving right along. Um... R. Kelly is going to jail, and hopefully, hopefully. I mean, again, as this story continues to develop, because of course the trial is going to start, and they're going to make sure that these trial that these charges, um, charges stick. stick. Yeah, um, Mar- we will be talking about it. Yeah, Maharshala Ali, I love saying his name. Um, is he's going to be playing the new Blade in Marvel's upcoming films? I'm here for it. I'm here for it too. Perfect I'm choice. A fan. Yes, I'm Perfect a fan of his. Choice. I'm definitely I'm a big fan of his and um perfect person to take over after from Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes. Now yes. I do want to know would you be here for like a Wesley Snipes feature in the first movie? Maybe. I would be. Honestly. Um a nice little um reminder a cameo or, something yeah, like that. Nice little like yeah, like you said a cameo of where we came from cuz he did 3 of them. You yes. feel me? And, and did the dang thing. And did it. Okay, he was Blade. You yes, know what I mean? he definitely was. And um, I will say that Wilson Snipes, phenomenal actor when it did come to a lot of his roles. You know yes. what I mean? So it would be nice just to have that homage there to the original Blade. I agree. With the new Blade. Maybe he don't got it. I even could take, maybe this is like another Blade that we, a whole nother name, whole nother, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. And um, the original Blade just passes on the name 
a Blade to him. Oh, whatever. Yeah, he okay. takes uh, he takes over for Blade. I'm excited to see like, like where Marvels too. where they're gonna go with this. Um, the, and I think it's gonna be like a completely recent, revamp, right? Especially <laughs> revamp. in some of their recent um, things that they've kind of been developing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you know that there's gonna be a female Thor. It's going. Uh, Natalie Portman is she is worthy. She is the first, <laughs> um, and she will be the first female Thor. Mm-hmm. So if you remember where um, the last like Thor movie or one of the last Thor movies left off, I think the last one was like Roderick or something. Like not that. not Ragnarok. It, the last Thor movie, it was Ragnarok. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. Ragnarok. Um, but prior to that, she actually has like uh, this like great power within her, um, and so that gives her like this ultimate strength. Um, and because she's but, you know well, like of she has the um so. Okay, nerd talk. <laughs> so, um, the the hammer that she has that is given to her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she has the power of being worthy. So, worthiness uh, is chosen by the hammer. Right. So, are you worthy of holding you to me? So, meaning that like, are you going to do good by, you know, do good are with your the power? Are good, right? Do you um, want to help others? Do you want to help others? Are you selfless? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? These are, like, things of worthiness to the hammer, Therefore, giving her the power of Thor, giving her the powers of, you know, all ele- lightning, electricity, thunder, and powers to fly, all this stuff. Strength-wise, I am here for it. So we got another uh, female woman cast. Yo, we're taking over the world. Let's <laughs> cast go. Cast in Amazing World first. It was, what's our sister's name? LaShonda. LaShonda, she plays, she's going to be in the new 007. Uh, I want to say Lynch. Lashonda Lynch. She's going to be playing the new 007. She's not being a Bond, but she's going to be taking the but number. She, yeah, she's taking the number as the official new 007. Exactly. Um, not only is she the first female, period. That's like the color, not color. She's the first female, period. Right. But to have the first female, period, be a woman of color is an amazing thing. It is a very me. amazing thing. And then to have another iconic role like Thor being passed on to another female character. Yes. Like, I mean, another female actress. Um, and then Natalie Portman is another great thing. And now we're starting to see a lot of different things coming. You know, we have Ariel being played by um, Haley Bailey. <laughs> Haley Bailey. I, I always want to say Halle Bailey. That's why she was uh, she was trending. And I'm like, boom! You woke up this morning and thought it was about you, and it's not. Oh, you talking about Harry Halle Berry? <laughs> Halle. <laughs> Halle Berry. It's not. You woke up this morning and was trending by accident. But yeah, shout out. To Marsha Holly and Natalie Portman. Can't wait to see these. The phase four complete list has came out. I can't wait to see it. Instead of being a 10-year-long year stretch, it's going to be two years. So for like a lot of different movies, just in different months. So I, Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's it's going to be a lot. So speaking of women empower, empowerment, mm-hmm. Michelle Obama um, was listed as the most um, admired woman in the world. Rightfully deserved. Yes. <laughs> Rightfully deserved. Okay. Um... Amazing first lady, very humble woman, very knows how to use her power when need be. Mm-hmm. Uh, very educated. Like there are a lot of first you know lady. first ladies um, who are just that. Like right. they are first lady. Maybe they don't have the degrees before our first lady. No, this is college educated. <laughs> okay, with multiple many degrees. De- I want to say with many degrees and and can speak so adequately and yes. just she carries herself so fly. It's better. I can't think of another word. She just carries herself so well. You know what I mean? I mean, the elegance just, I mean. The elegance, the flyness, the everything. She exudes. She exudes what I think a lot of women, that's what I exude. A lot of things, yeah, a lot of women are looking for honesty, very transparent when it's coming to um, becoming herself. You know what I mean? So it's very, 
very, a very, you know, even Anna Winter was like, you know, I look up to Michelle Obama. That's like a woman I admire. And she, and Anna Winter, if you guys don't know, is the editor in chief at Vogue magazine. She's been there for some years now. And Sis was just like, look. She's it. She it. <laughs> like, I, I, in either, shorter words than that, she's it. She has it. She is that admire, um, admiration of a woman that I, I aspire to look at. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So shout out to Michelle Obama for well that. Well deserved. It's just like, sis. Can, sis, can you just want for president, please? She not. She tired of the White House. She tired of the White House. I know. But she been sis. there for eight years. She I said, mean, can you be like, nah. can you be Joe's vice president? Nah. I'd be here for that. I'll be here for that. I'd be here for that. I'll be here for that. I have a question. Go. So you know how like the president has like the first lady, right? So yes. what does vice president have? Just a wife? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're the wife of the vice, vice president. president. I don't know. Maybe there should be like another name for maybe like an actual the name. second lady. I don't know. Second lady. I mean, that just sounds like so second place. But I mean, um, you are. But <laughs> no, but no shade though. But it's just like um, maybe like another name to also sound like prestigious in a way. I wonder what they're gonna call. Well, first husband probably. If there's ever like a female president with a husband, there will be a female president. It, there will be a female president. But I'm saying where and when it happens, we're gonna come up with a fly name for him. Oh, first, first man. He gotta have like hey, if it's gotta be a first lady, it's gotta be first man. I don't know. He gotta have like a dope acronym or something. I don't know, but it, what it's gonna be? But it's gonna be great. <laughs> I don't know what it's gonna be, but it is going to be great. Let's talk about Nicole. Murphy. Oh, okay. So you guys know who don't know who Nicole. It's a scandalous thing. Okay, Nicole no, Murphy is the ex-wife of, of Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. And they got like nine kids together too. Like, do they crazy. got nine kids, <laughs> bro? They got like I nine kids together. I she had two daughters. Bruh, they got like nine kids together. Oh, body's rocking. Okay. I, yes. I give it to her. Body's rocking, and she was good for how old is she? Like fifty something. Yeah. Yeah, she was pretty good. Um, no, yeah. don't crack. Yeah, she is literally like she's like aging well. That's really good. Um. So, anyway, besides just the way she looks, sis is caught up into another scandal. So, first and foremost, she got caught um, with another man's husband. Um, um, Go ahead. His name is Derek Farquhar. Uh-huh. He is a producer. Yes. Very well-known producer. Well-known producer. Um, he is married to... Oh, her name escapes me. LaShawn. Oh, she wasn't waiting to exhale. <laughs> she was the youngest one. Was she the youngest one? She was the youngest one. Okay. Uh Ooh. Damn. <laughs> you probably was thinking like, oh, he is not prepared. I am prepared. Her name escaped me. Hey, you guys. I'm human too. Don't bash. I'm uh, human too. Don't bash. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, what is this name? Hold on real quick. This guy here, I'm telling you. In a, ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> like, just don't keep making this time. <laughs> moving right along. Layla Rashawn, there you go. She, her name is Layla Rashawn. I'm sorry, you guys. She was in Wait Until Exhale. Um, 
she was like the beauty. I mean, they, all the women were beautiful. I mean, but, but that's, she was the beauty, especially nineties, eighties. Like this, she that was, was her thing. She, she was, was the, the beauty yes. of the nineties. Okay, right along with like Brandy and um, Halle, Berry. Halle Berry, Nia Long, yep. um, Lauren Hill. Yep. She was the be- one of the beauties of the nineties. She uh, also did um, Why Do Fools Fall in Love? Why Do Fools? Yeah. As one of Frankie Lyman's wives. Exactly. She was she was well known in in Black Hollywood. Yes. And um, so her husband. Um, Derek Farquhar, like a, uh, no, I'm sorry, Antoine Farquhar. He was, um, he was <laughs> seen kissing Nicole Murphy um, at a resort or like a poolside, poolside resort. And um, it recently just came out by one of Nicole Murphy's publicists that they're just family friends. This is not a family friend type of. I don't kiss Here's family friends on the lips. You, and this is back a while ago. So this is like early 2000s when Angelina Jolie um, kissed her brother on the lips. And it was like, nah, bro, I don't kiss my brother like that. Who is this guy? That was her brother. Right? So That was I her legit like, brother. No, no, no. no I don't understand that. But for you to say, like, this is family, like, no. No. And it was more than just, like, a kiss on the cheek. This is different. It was full kiss on the lips. That's more intimate. Ma'am, this is not a family friend. Y'all are... On a, you are a side piece, um, and <clears throat> this is actually something that happened to um, Lisa Ray um, when she was married to her husband and found out that her husband was cheating on her with uh, with Nicole Murphy. So um, she's back again with the jump off, <laughs> and <laughs> so I don't know. Um, sis out here thotting and bopping, you know. Thotting and bopping? She was with Michael Strahan. I need that as a hashtag, thotting and bopping. She, I mean, sis has been out here for some years now. She had, she, her husband was Eddie Murphy. She had the I mean, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. First of all, to to say that he's a creme de la la creme. But second of all, how do, we didn't say, we did not say that, uh, Eddie Murphy's out here thotting and bopping. He was out here thotting and popping. But nobody, we don't say that. We say she's out here thotting and popping. Because she is with a married man. We talk, we talking about Nicole Murphy right now. Okay. Eddie Murphy, had, and I, as far as right now, recently hasn't been in the headlines for cheating right now. In the past, yes, he has. Okay. But in the past, he was not said he was thotting and popping. We didn't have the word thought back then. So. Uh, but <laughs> we didn't say, you didn't use no word like that. Well, then again, we it could have been said. We just don't know. Go Let's ahead. be quite honest. We could be we could be honest. We didn't know at that time. Anyway, this is very chauvinistic. Like we only gonna say that the woman is. But go ahead. No, I'm just saying. And also, Antoine, too, so you're married. Very true. You know what I mean? Come on now. If you are really, I'm always a firm believer. None if of the parties. Happy, I mean, the publicists, of course, came out and spoke out about this. But none of the parties have really spoken about this. They just like, okay, you have your opinion. We're gonna let you have your opinion. And Antoine and his, and um, Layla uh, Rashawn deleted their accounts. Not de- well, deactivated them. And then um, only one. That's I mean, since you could have just turned Nicole. off the dang old notifications, you could have turned off turn, your uh, turn comments. Turn off the comments, notifications. Come that's on, that's a lot of pictures to just be deleting and losing. But go I'm, ahead. I mean, you get them right back depending on how long you stay deactivated. Right. But at the end of the day, um, both of them a horse. And <laughs> so um, it, while it, we're on the topic of the Murphys, though, um, let's talk about Eddie Murphy because Eddie is out here securing the bag, multi million dollar deals. Okay, so for those who don't know, Eddie Murphy negotiates or allegedly negotiates a seventy million dollar deal as a comeback um, special with Netflix. This, this is that shit Monique was talking about. This is. <laughs> I was sitting there like, damn, this is what Monique is talking about, and she did say it's literally like either racist. And gender biasness is happening here mm-hmm. because if I'm up, because I consider Monique a legend. 
Okay. I, I consider her. I mean, she's a part of the, the Queens of Comedy, so I would consider her a legend. I would consider her a legend. Since had the TV shows, she has the movies, she has the awards. Yeah, she has the accolades. And she, she has all of the accolades, you know what I mean? And on top of that, the top accolade that you can have as an actor, as uh, an Oscar, right? Yeah. So she should have been in well into the millions when y'all came to her for a Netflix deal. You know what I mean? Ain't no, t- what'd she say, 500 million? 500,000, I mean, I'm sorry. But what she has, what her accolades are kind of coming forth from, and granted, she is, I would consider her a legend in the game of comedy. And right? acting, too. And comedy, I would consider her a legend in the game in comedy, right? Mm-hmm. She does have, like, her awards come from her acting, though. Right. Right? So when it came to negotiating a deal with Netflix based on your comedy, I don't know if $70 million would have got it, but it definitely shouldn't have been what it was. It definitely should have been a 500000 It should not have. It should have been. Especially a- when you have offered Amy Schumer, who is not funny. At all. multi million. Say it again. Who is not funny. At all. <laughs> she is not. She is not funny. At all. <laughs> but. <laughs> can you stop? But you offered her a multi-million dollar deal. Well, it was a $12 million? Yes. Since, uh, now, granted, Eddie Monet Murphy is somebody who's a legend in the comedy game. Mm-hmm. He's also, I want to say a legend. Uh, well, I will say a legend Act- movie-wise, mm-hmm. too. Because Beverly Hills Be- Cop. I, there's so many the of Okay. Um, he paid every dang on character in the clumps. <laughs> every character. I mean, he's I'm gonna guy can genius. Act. He is a great actor and, uh, and produced seventy million. It, but I think this might be. But a this mul- is it might be multiple. Yes, this um, is multiple. Um, so this is almost multiple. like a mini series. Exactly. So this is kind of like how um, Dave Chappelle when he first did his comeback. Mm-hmm. That was multiple shows. That was twenty million dollars. Yes, Woo! that was multiple shows. Right. But you also got to carry. You got to think about the weight that. Eddie Murphy carries, and it has especially to be, and in the comedy all game. Have to be original, especially dating back to Def Jam. His what? What was it? Raw. Yep, Eddie Murphy Raw. That was like one of his most prestigious ones that he ever had. So, but he has, but but this so, is honestly <clears throat> supposed to be almost like his introduction back into the comedy game. But, but my thing is, he don't really need an introduction to be quite honest with you. I mean, back to it though. How long has it been since you heard like a? How long has it been since Eddie Murphy actually been in something? And to, how do I, before you even say anything, it was more so, my I, my my point is, too, with Netflix, they were saying, oh, Monique hasn't really done nothing in a while, blah, blah, blah. Neither has Eddie Murphy, and neither did Dave Chappelle. And that's, First of all, Dave Chappelle was gone and went to Africa, okay? He was gone for about a good 10 years before this Netflix And came deal. back like Debo. And it was just weird. It was just like, how are y'all going to say that Monique doesn't have... Um, that her work accolade doesn't match up to the years because she was still working up until that. Um, Very much so. Uh, she had that, her show on BET. She, exactly. And even after that, she was in a few movies yes. or whatever. So she was still working even when y'all presented that $500,000 um, Netflix deal to mm-hmm. her. But I think, of a, uh, and for me, I believe a lot of this um, and a lot of why she was offered what she was offered from Netflix came with her work relationship, especially with the the controversy that was kind of well, going Oprah, on. Lisa yes, I feel like that almost blackballed her. That they're like, you know what, you're gonna take this and you're gonna leave this. At the end of the day, y'all could have came to her at least with a good eight million to start off with. If that was the case, for the million, comedy special, yeah, yeah, you know if. Depending if you gave Amy Schumer twelve million now, granted Amy Schumer right now is like she was at that time she was like the it girl of comedy. I don't know why she was like the it girl of comedy at that time. But it's really because like what's her name? She had the late line show Chelsea Handler. Yeah, Chelsea Handley had kind of fallen off, fallen off. And I don't. But at the end of the day, I could take a Chelsea Handler comedy special 
for, for 12, 12 million, million, then I can take an Amy fucking Schumer. Because <laughs> this is not funny. Um, I could take a Rebel Wilson. I love her. She's okay. actually quite funny. Um, or what's our sis name? McCarthy. Jessica. Uh, Jessica McCarthy. Jessica McCarthy. That's her name? Melissa. Jessica? Melissa. There's like, so many McCarthy's out here. They all millionaires too. Like, just McCarthy, period. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. I could take her a comedy special for 12 mil. But I would she, take a 12 mil comedy special. From her. I would First too. of all, I feel like every and everything she does, her husband's in it. So I feel like in some way he was going to make a, an appearance <laughs> and it, right. in this Netflix special. He just was. It would it, it would have been amazing. And like I said, for $12 million, y'all can get that 12 mil right to Monique. And, I agree. And okay, and go back to Eddie Murphy though, um, to you know, because this is what the story is about. <laughs> um rightfully deserved. I I uh, maybe not seventy million, maybe like fifty. But I mean again, depending upon how many shows they've negotiated that's, that's, with him, you're gonna true. break that down, you know, for that. So I definitely am here for it. Um, especially, you know, when um when Netflix added the Kings and Comedy to like their roster, one that was like trending on Netflix, so mm-hmm. and still, because um, I go back and like if I need a laugh, I'm definitely going to watch because um, I need a Bernie Mac. Like, there's nobody like Bernie, Bernie Mac. Mac. So, oh, he was my favorite. Yeah, and Cat Williams, them two right there. Funny. So I personally, I, there's nobody like uh, Bernie Mac, and just to see nobody. what Netflix, like the amount that Netflix made when they added Kings of Comedy. I'm excited to see um, what it's going to, like, what they've kind of negotiated, like, once they really start announcing to mm-hmm. see how many episodes the series is going to be, um, if there are going to be any other features, or if this is solely, like, him as stand-up, and we're we just going to let him go at it. Right. I'm very much excited to see that. So, I mean, once it is, you know, released, we definitely will be talking about it, y'all. Yeah. Um, I, I miss Bernie Mac, man. A legend. I, I, I mean, that's a legend in the game. I... Literally laugh. Eat. I would be here for like a Kings of Comedy reboot, though. Like with the original Kings of Comedy. Like let's bring them back. If they were, oh fuck, it's nothing like. But Bernie Bernie is not there, so it's almost like I almost don't want you to do it just because Bernie's not there. But I would be here for a comeback. Who would you? Okay, so. Even though Bernie's irreplaceable. I mean, Cedric's an entertainer. He was already on there. Yeah, Cedric's an attorney, entertainer. D-O-G-G. There is Dio Hughley, um, Steve Harvey. Okay. I was, you know you what? Steve Harvey? I no? I don't like, uh, he's not funny to me. Not no more? I mean, like, he he's, more, like he's like Family Feud funny now? He's always been dad funny. He's never been like, <laughs> <laughs> he's he always been dad funny to me. I never really found, he would have some funny stuff. I'm not going to say it a lot, but it's not like, oh, Ha 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 ha! So if, if not, not him, then who? Like who would you replace him with? Cat Williams, um, if somebody appropriate like him is, um, because old time fave, maybe Mike Epps, or if y'all really want to, I honestly, I never find Chris Rock funny either. To be quite honest with you, he, I think it was really his mannerisms. I definitely would not voice. say Chris Tucker. Uh, no, Chris. Chris Tucker. Oh, I would not say Chris Tucker at all. Um, no, I wouldn't do Chris Tucker either. No. Um, uh, Lavelle Crawford? Nah. Lavelle's funny. He is funny, but is he Bernie Mac funny? I don't think anybody's Bernie Mac funny, Nobody. but he's like up there. Yeah, he is. Okay. I would give you. I'll, I'll give you him. I'll give you, okay, I'll give you him. Put Lavelle Crawford there. Uh, we like making this like this is really the roster. Like, <laughs> moving right along, guys. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Lavelle Cat. <laughs> moving right along I just said that oh my goodness this guy here those two people so um it's this guy named Jermaine 
Literally. Jermaine is trending, y'all. Literally. I need somebody to love me how Jermaine loved his mama. Because Jermaine um, is a young, uh, older gentleman. Young. Okay, let life. me get you out of the story. Please, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you haven't heard, like, the news or seen this, seen this trending, because it actually is trending mm-hmm. on social media right now. Right. Jermaine actually gets word that his mom's, like, apartment complex is on fire. Right. His mom is, um, she's bedridden, mm-hmm. okay? So... The story goes that he actually hurt himself and almost like dislocated like his hip earlier in the day. He gets this call that his mom's apartment building is on fire, so he goes to check on his mom. When he gets there, um, the police do not let him pass like the, they have a barrier set up. So the p- police do not let him pass there. And he like, oh, I got something for you. Exactly. So he proceeds to climb 19, 19 stories. stories. Okay. He climbs like a fence 19 stories high with... um. Wire cutters in hand, like, I'm getting ready to cut my mom's up out of here. She's going to go into this next building, and then the police can come get her. Right. So um, he gets, he actually gets to her apartment. She assures him that she's okay. It's not her apartment. She's, she's fine. He climbs back down. Get this. The police actually were arresting him. However, because of the circumstances, they decided to drop all charges, and he is not being charged. First of all, great I story. I need somebody to love me how Jermaine loved his mama, okay? Because uh, I love my mama a lot, you know. I thought and... there's a bug. No, 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 no. Like, no, no, it's like, no. Why did you set that up like no, that? I'm so sorry. Did it come up like that, y'all? <laughs> like, so... like you was getting ready to say butter up. No, because I, I would do the same thing. You know what I mean? I would, that's my mama. I'm going to go up there and get my mama, you know, because I'm pretty sure my mama would try her best to come get me. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, there's no but in this. Johnson really is. I'm sorry. I have this vision of you climbing the the gate. Go ahead. I have my own vision. Go ahead. Ma'am. If y'all see the finger I'm giving her right now. Go ahead. But anyway, like I said, just, he's a, you could tell he's a mama's boy. You know what I mean? And that's okay. You know what I mean? You could, and not in a, um, disrespectful way. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? He loves his mama. He went and got Right, now this is like a love. Yeah, like, this I, is like, I'm sacrificing my health, my my life to come get my mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I said, I think a mom would do the same as well. Not think, but I know a lot of moms would do the same as well. And this definitely is going to speak to adrenaline because, I, I mean, let's really break it down. Like, okay, you, let's say you, you get there, you cut a hole in, you let her go through. Like, if the building is on fire how you getting down because she at the end of the day is bedridden he would have found a way so i don't know how you lowering her down 19 flights like the sheets ain't that long i don't know i don't know he probably i don't know i don't know either but i'm pretty sure they would have had to have like one of them trampolines like inflatable things or whatever have her jump and have her jump she would have to they would both have to at that point in time. It might I mean, been. can you get that close to a burning building like that? Like, this ain't Dumbo. I mean, they got water holes that can probably water down the fire enough so they can go ahead and set the thing up. I don't know how they would do it. But I'm just speaking out of my ass right now. But, like, it's <laughs> it's strictly just more so of a way, like, hey, look, he, he got his mama up, up out of there. He would make sure that his mama was safe. Um and to be quite honest with you, that's a that's a big blessing coming his way, <laughs> okay? Because that's 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 yeah, that is a love. Really, that like is that's, a that's love, like some, uh, you know, that's like a uh, uh, that's the standard. Yeah, um, like yeah, I would say I would definitely count that as like the standard. Yeah, a standard of selfless love. Like I'm going to get my mama or my loved one, even if it costs me my life. So that's a standard of love. That's high love. 
Yes, that definitely is. So, just to cap this off, we're going to wrap this and bring this home. So, you know I'm going to leave y'all with a Josh Jewel for mm-hmm. the day. So, Josh Jewel, I definitely want you guys to keep this in mind. Anything toxic has got to go. Life is too short to be mad every day. Period. Um, yes. Let things go. Um be like Elsa. Pray, pray about it. Take your time with it, but don't let it fester too much where it's going to spread and ruin your day, week, month, or year. You know yeah, what I mean? Because there's a lot of us been carrying things since we was kids and we didn't let it go. Boo, if it's that deep, get therapy. And we have a lot of different tools. You can go to an actual person. Now yep, you can, if you need to talk, you can come in our right. DM. We got you. Exactly. Um, you can, if, right, if you don't. You want to go talk to a therapist, just want to talk to, like, a friend. We are here for you. Like I said, we have pop critics and everything uh, for you to DM us. And, you know, just keep Let your, us know. We're we here for y'all. Keep your energy. I'm not sure if anybody out there pray or anything of that nature. But, like, do a recital in the morning of something to ha- make like you Like your, have your affirmation. Day. Yeah, yeah, we posted those because I told you guys I'm into affirmations now. So we will post it again. So this is your girl, Josh, signing off. This is Damo signing off. Pop culture critics. We will see y'all next week. Deuces.